Coming up, a YA romantic adventure tinged with magic. A charming graphic novel about the first cat in space. Plus our distraction of the week. I'm Mel. I'm Dave. This is the Library of Lost Time. I read the pitch for this novel and I was in. Are you ready? Yes. The Mummy meets Death on the Nile in a historical fantasy set in Egypt and filled with adventure and enemies to lovers romance and a dangerous race. (laughs) That's quite a pile of stuff there. That's a good pile. Yeah. The book is What the River Knows by Isabel Ibanez. Aside from that amazing description, you should also know that the book opens with a very sweet hand-drawn map of Egypt. If you want to add another thing to the pile that drew me in. All of these are strong pointers. Here's the setup. Yep. Inez Oliveira is 17 years old and lives in 19th century Buenos Aires. She's the only child of wealthy, adventurous parents who spend most of their time on expeditions on the other side of the world. When the story opens, she's hiding in an old potting shed, waiting for a letter and drawing in her sketch pad. Okay. I want to read you a little bit of the prologue. I glanced at the sketch pad propped against my knees and made myself more comfortable in the ancient porcelain bathtub. The remnants of old magic shrouded my frame, but barely. The spell had been cast long ago, and too many hands had handled the tub for me to be completely hidden. That was the trouble with most magic touch things. Any traces of the original spell cast were faint, fading slowly. But that didn't stop my father from collecting as many magically tainted objects as he could. The manor was filled with worn shoes that grew flowers from the soles, and mirrors that sang as you walked by them, and chests that spewed bubbles whenever opened. That's awesome. I want a mirror that sings when you walk by. Sure. Sadly, when the expected letter arrives, she learns that her parents have died. Oh. And she inherits their fortune. Then, convinced that their death isn't the tragic accident she's been told it is, she secretly sails to Cairo with her spunky attitude, her sketch pads, and a magical gold ring her father sent her for safekeeping. That seems dangerous. And exciting. (laughs) In Egypt, she checks into the iconic Shepherd's Hotel, which I talked about in our Egypt episode. It was beloved by British tourists of the time. It had stained glass windows, Persian carpets, lush gardens. In the book, it's where her parents were last seen. With her home base at the hotel, she gets into mischief as only a precocious young lady can. There's old world magic, unexpected romance, and the revelation of secrets. Inez is the narrator, and she's an excellent companion for adventure. The book is What the River Knows by Isabel Ibanez, and it's out now. A friend recently pushed a book into my hands and told me it was wonderful, and she was right. (laughs) This book is The First Cat in Space Ate Pizza by Mac Bennett and Sean Harris. It's a graphic novel, uh, sort of a thick graphic novel, about 300 pages, and it's aimed at children 8 to 12, but it's got enough charm to win over anyone who likes whimsy. It starts with a problem on the moon. On Earth, giant waves are appearing, and moths have gotten unusually aggressive, and the werewolf population is having problems. (laughs) And it turns out that rats from another galaxy have landed on the moon and begun eating it at a staggering rate. No, the cheese! Yep. And that's when the government unleashes Project 47. A cat. (laughs) 
But not just any cat. With a brain enhanced by microchips and a suit upgraded with cybernetic biotechnology, this fantastic feline is a hero the likes of which the universe has never seen. <laughs> and the adventure launches from there. I'd love reading it. It would be super fun to read aloud to someone. The project itself launched when the two authors were sheltering in place in 2020. They started producing what they called live cartoons. Those are drawings that they would move in and out of the camera to get sort of an animated effect. Cute. And they would make up voices and music and songs while they were doing it. They made a dozen of those videos, and that became the book's first draft. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. The book is called The First Cat in Space Ate Pizza by Mac Barnett and Sean Harris. And a second book in that series is now available. It's called The First Cat in Space and the Soup of Doom. <laughs> Amazing. And now our distraction of the week. If you're not aware of them, I am bringing to your attention a new subgenre of travel videos. As far as I can tell, they don't have a name, but let's just call them slow travel videos. The experience is that you can go to YouTube and search on, say, high-res Tokyo walk, and that will get you dozens of walking videos of Tokyo. That's when somebody has a camera and turns it on and walks through a neighborhood or two. They're in high resolution with stabilized images, frequently with the ambient sound of the streets that they're on. So it's a sort of a first-person, human-level view of a city. And you'll see shops and the local residents and sometimes landmarks. And the videos are often hours long. <laughs> it's pretty wild when you get the results page and it's like two hours and 14 minutes. Yeah. Of a walk through Toronto. Yeah. Okay. Does it only work for Tokyo? No. <laughs> I tried a random assortment of cities from Los Angeles to Lagos, and they all offered many, many videos. Does it only work for cities? No. <laughs> I also tried mountains and forests and trains. Trains in particular got some really lovely results. I will also add that you can often get walkthroughs of museums and cathedrals as well. Yes. And increasingly amusement rides. Yes. So you can see the inside of the Haunted Mansion in all five Walt Disney properties or yes. whatever. You can also dial in particular weather. You could see rainy Mumbai or snowy Stockholm. The videos are fun on their own if you're just curious about what those places are like. But you could also put them on during a gathering of some kind. Last year when we were unwrapping presents for Christmas, I put on carols and a two-hour video of a train going through the Swiss Alps, which I thought was lovely. But... If you were, say, making Japanese food, you could also put on a video of Tokyo at night and, and sort of set the stage that way. A few channels specialize in these slow travel videos, and we will point to those in our notes. Visit strongsenseofplace.com library to travel from your couch through some beautiful videos and to learn more about the books we discussed today. Thanks for joining us on the Library of Lost Time. Remember to visit your local library and your independent bookstore to lose some time yourself. Stay curious. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.